just watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Thanks for having me once again, Mike. Excited oh. about this movie. Mike. And uh, you, you our... are this show, man. I was just singing your theme oh. song. Ah, right. Good point. Thank you. I am the. Let's make it full length with, with Carl. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I'm out of here. <laughs> Enjoy your full length movie. Welcome to LWAF. That's our podcast acronym. That's right. So if you'd like to find us on the podcast feed, you can type in LWAFLMOYT. We are on the iTunes. In fact, uh, we have a new RSS feed. The old one works fine, but uh, we also stream first. We are right now on Mutiny Radio, Carl.FM, the internet radio. Mm -hmm. I've heard of it. I've been there. You have? Oh, yeah. You've performed uh, in the studio and in the studio. There's a studio in, next to the yeah. studio. Right. And in the studio, there's, like, live performances. And in the studio, there's, like, live podcasts. Podcast. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Whoa, good times. You should check out their new website. You know, if you type in mutinyradio.fm, it goes to a website called mutinyradio.fm. We have a link there. <laughs> And it has all these great shows. So you should check it out. You know, Monday and Friday, they have live comedy shows. Uh, 6 p.m. PST, I think, 8 o'clock for the Pam's Comedy Clubhouse. So you can find more on muniradio.fm. All we got to say, they sponsor our show. They're the reason why we're here. So we want you to go to Venmo, throw a couple dollars at Muni Radio. Well, you know, do a little thank you. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch a full-length movie. We want you to listen to the podcast. And watch the movie on YouTube at the same time. Carl, what is the movie? Today we are going to watch An American Werewolf in Paris, 1997. An American Werewolf in Paris, 1997. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. And the channel we like is FilmRise Movies. Oh, classic. FilmRise has been releasing a lot of shitty movies uh, on streaming (laughs) services and DVD. Uh, and it looks like they have a very generous YouTube channel. So let's go ahead. We want the sequel, the weird 1997, I mean, <clears throat> okay, uh, of the early 80s classic. So go ahead. We're looking for American Werewolf in Paris, 1996. Seven. Seven. And when you find it on the Film Rise channel, go ahead and click the link, hit pause. And buffered to the left. Now, this is going to take you some time, so don't worry. Uh, uh, we're going to give you a couple minutes. We're really excited because we're going to have a countdown for you to hear. When you hear go, go a ahead. Celebrity. But that's what I'm saying. This is no ordinary countdown. Mm-hmm. We have a celebrity, a comedian, comedian celebrity countdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, Carl has found a terrific comedian. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Craig Lloydbrin. Welcome, Craig. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, we have you today because of the movie we're doing, right? American Werewolf in Paris. Absolutely. 
you love the London one, but what did you, you didn't like the Paris one. What was it about the special effects or what? Yes. No, actually, actually, I thought American Werewolf in Paris, the storyline, the plot, I thought was really pretty good. I enjoyed all that. I like the characters. I like the main actor, the lead character. Everything. I like all the characters. My only problem with that movie or my main problem with that movie was the special effects were two dimensional uh, and they, they were horrible. You know, the original movie was practical gags, yeah. you know, practical special effects where it was mechanical, uh, you know, no CGI. They didn't have CGI back then. But when Paris came out, the CGI was not quite in its infancy. I seen a lot better things. Starship Troopers was already out. They did great with it. For whatever reason, they went with whatever, you know, the special effects, very two-dimensional, very flat. Well, that's what I was going to raise with you. This was sort of the birth of CGI. So you don't forgive it a little bit? No, I, I did and I do because, I, I, like I said, it is uh, a, a movie that I absolutely adore. This is classified as a horror movie, but you've got a lot of involvement in horror films, right? Absolutely. Well, I mean, well, I'm getting there. Yeah, I, I um, was involved with uh, Terrifier 2. I'm friends with the guys who made the Terrifier movies. It's Art the Clown for those who aren't you know, familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty cool. Uh, uh, really cool, actually. Uh, uh, new, like, kind of slasher killer. Uh, I'm in Terrifier 2. I worked on Terrifier 2. I'm in it. My daughter also worked. She's a makeup. She does makeup. Oh, she great. And yes, yes, she does special effects makeup. I just finishing up making an incredible movie I'm producing. What, uh, Stream? Called Stream, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we have amazing actors in that. You know, Terrifier is an amazing movie, um, but there's no main, like, known actors, but the yeah. actors it are superb, especially Terrifier 2, man. I've I seen almost all of Terrifier 2. It's going to be released shortly, and Terrifier right. 2 is, is actually outdoing far surpassing terrifier one okay so it's terrifier <laughs> yeah it's it's even more terrifying yeah terrifier -er. <laughs> uh is is already been released you know covid kind of screwed things up mm. it's gonna be a two-hour horror movie which is like about two hours and almost 10 minutes which you don't hear that often with a horror movie but in order to keep everything in for the storyline for part three there will be a part three it has to be that long but yeah. like i said i've seen most of it it's not going to, people aren't going to be disappointed. Damien Leone is the creator of Terrifier, the director, and the special effects guy. He is the special effects guy for the film that I'm making, Stream. Uh -huh. uh, it's, it's a fuzz on the lens production. Uh, they're the main guys. And then uh, I have a production company called Lloyd Bros Production. Um, and we did a few things already with that. Um, my my stand-up, my one-hour special that you can find on Amazon Prime, Married and Miserable, which is kind of a horror itself. Cause, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Married and Miserable. Now, this is streaming on Amazon Prime. This was shot at Scotty's. I, I had already been a regular at the club for about three years. The first time he met me, he thought, obviously, you know me. I'm not a tall man. But <laughs> he, he, I went and I had auditioned and his wife seen me. She loved me. And thought I was really funny and crazy. And then he watched a couple of videos and he thought I was taller because I come off very big on stage. You know, yes, I'm, yes. I'm loud, I yell, I'm, I, I scream, I jump around. I'm all over the place. So he, when I walked in, he just thought I was like 6'2 or 6'3. Here I come walking in, you know, with boot with heels on, I'm pushing 5'8, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so I walked in and the first thing out of his mouth was, I thought you were taller. 
<laughs> and then That's I was why like, I love taking photos with you, Craig, because fine, you know, I'm not the smallest guy in the photo. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think you got me by like a half inch or an inch. A half inch, yeah, yeah. That's enough for me to, to you know, say, aha. Not <laughs> our size. Listen, we're men. Every half inch matters. You, now, you uh, talked about COVID slowing down Terrifier 2 a little bit. Um, also, COVID messed up this. Every season you do this haunted house, right? It's an annual effort. But didn't COVID slow you down last year? Last year, during the height of COVID, we had a lot of people come through. We got permission from, you know, we're New York. I'm in New York. So, and Staten Island, we're one of the five boroughs. Um, uh, the haunt is called the haunt of Chrysler Mansion. It's the Chrysler Mansion. People can look it up. It's pretty cool. On Staten uh, so, Island. Yeah. So, on Staten Island, it's K R E I S C H E R Mansion, the Chrysler Mansion. It's been on television shows, uh, haunted paranormal shows. Another one just filmed there. I'm not, I'm not allowed. I told you, I think, personally, but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. Until it, it, it airs in March, I'll be able to tell you who's coming there. But it's a cool one. It's a, it's a cool, and I'll be on it. I was featured on it. Well, wait, that. wait a second, Craig. K R E I S H. What was that? S C. It's K K R E I S C H E R. Kreischer. It's German. Kreischer. Okay. Das ist recht. Da, da. Yeah, yeah. Das, I think, uh, Russian. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People uh, throw. Uh, okay, so you threw a bunch of stuff at us, right? We we know about uh, Chrysler Mansion, Staten Island. Uh, we've also heard about the production company and looking for these movies. But how do people find you out there on the internet, on social media? Well, I I am I am Craig Loigren. My last name is L O Y D G R E N. Loigren, Craig Loigren. But on most things on on Instagram, which is my favorite, TikTok. I'm that's not my favorite, but I do it. Yeah. Um, I am. You find me under comedian Craig L. One word, comedian Craig L. Or you just type in my name and you'll find me. Yeah, Craig Loigren. I am on Facebook. I I don't really do Twitter anymore. Uh, wow. I like Instagram. Uh, I like the pictures. I like putting up little video clips. I put a lot of comedy up. I put some horror stuff up. Uh, I'm not allowed to post a lot of what I have until after some of these projects yeah. come out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I have a lot of cool little videos and, and behind-the-scenes stuff on, on my phone that I can't even show people, really. I mean, I'll occasionally... Uh, what about YouTube? You're, you're out there on YouTube? I am, uh, again, under my name, Craig Loigren. Uh, okay. I, I, and I think that's even comedian Craig L. as well. Uh, and I have some videos up on on YouTube. My my fa you can go find my website. My website is my name. Everything's my name. It's it's www.craigloigren.com. One now, word. One more time. It's L O Y D G R E N. L O Y D G R E N. G R E N. Yes, Lloyd Gren. Lloyd Gren. Mm -hmm. And I am a stand-up comic first, even though I haven't really been putting dates up on the on my website as far as uh, comedy dates, and I really should. The the person i haven't just been given my dates covid we just put up to be announced and then uh yeah, i haven't been given, given my way. yeah yeah i haven't put any new dates up but there's a lot of cool content on my website you can see a lot of videos a lot of pictures you know me trying to pretend i know people and famous people <laughs> so there's some pictures up um uh there's some cool videos there's links to everything there's links to all my uh, you know to my youtube page and my all my accounts and my imdb and all that stuff and uh, you can see what I'm doing and everything. Uh, you know, you guys are going to watch the movie. Everybody's going to watch the movie. And I'm I'm more than happy to count down this movie. Like I said, I did not like it. I was just disappointed in the special effects. It was yeah. in the early stages of CGI. Uh, but there was already better movies. I think when this right. movie came out, seven, right? Wasn't uh, uh, 
I, I should have looked in, it up. It's not in front of me right now, but I, I hear what you're saying about there were other computer graphic uh, CGI stuff out at the time, and it was up to snuff. It was on par. And this was just not there. Two-dimensional, like you said. Um, right. so yes, I, it is ni 1997. I just looked it up. 1997. Okay, so, Craig, everyone at home is poised to watch this film at the exact same time as we press play here in the studio. So Sweet. why don't you give it to us, taking us away with that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. Well, I'm really excited. I've, you know, I've heard about this movie from the newspaper and television ads from 1997. Uh-huh. This is 16 years after American Werewolf in London. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. like a, one of those early 80s com, uh, comedy horror movies. It's... Now, did you notice that the moon was not full? It was not a full moon rising? It was not a full moon rising. <laughs> so that's important to what we're about to see. It, werewolves come out at the full moon. That's the only time. Well, are you saying there's werewolves in this movie that come out other times? Yes, yes. They oh. have a... Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ridicule. No, no, it's not ridiculous. It's uh, really true. They've got the serum they can inject themselves with, and you'll see later in the film. Ooh, look at that. Man, I love the 90s font. Look how fucking crazy that is. <laughs> Bellini. Yeah, we're hearing music and rain, <laughs> scary. Billy Dempsey. She's probably like, welcome to Paris. <laughs> she only did this movie to pay her rent, quite literally. She only did this movie really? to pay her rent. And she was turned off by it. She didn't enjoy herself at all. And she said, no more Hollywood movies. Interesting. This is the film that broke her. Uh, not, not broke really. Her, made her, you know, leave the industry and discuss. No, well, she was actually discovered by Jean-Luc Godard uh, when she was 14. And she oh, was in but... some movie, Detective, I don't know, that was 85. But really, huh. in 1990, she was in this film called Europa, Europa. And uh, I think that, I don't have the co-star here, but she was a big big hit from that movie yeah a, mo uh, a movie so nice they named it almost twice <laughs> Europa Europa oh it is the same uh oh Donatello no it's now, who's uh, this Michelangelo it's Donatello more like Nutella look at him is there like 80s, is there 90s electronic music? <laughs> no, it's that traditional scary movie. Now, you see, there's an opera house inside. It really doesn't go with our plot or something, but that's supplying the music. Now, this movie is American Whorehouse in Paris, right? Uh, I didn't like wrong movie. <laughs> the best little whorehouse in Paris. <laughs> Paris, Texas. Right, bingo. Monsieur, uh, you want a trip? I would take you on a trip. You don't need to trip. Oh, so What's this is... coming out of the sewer? I know. Is this splinter? 
Oh, look at that. Perfectly timed to the uh, standing ovation of Yay! Parisian Opera. Kudos, director Anthony Waller. <laughs> yeah, he's the he was like the third choice for director. Uh, the guys who wrote it, one of them was going to direct. Okay, look, see they have white wine on the table? You see the white yeah. wine? Now they have red wine. So Ooh, we're meeting Andy, okay? Andy and vampire? his buddy Chris and Brad. Oh, look, he has a Where Evil tour? What a coincidence. No, it's Daredevil, Daredevil tour. What a coincidence. He's going to become a devil. Look, he's got an <laughs> onks on him. Onk, onk. Now, onk. look, Brad's shirt is covering his Daredevil t-shirt. Isn't that bad directing? Seriously. Should is this the that they both have Daredevil tour? Yeah, well, what's like a muscle shirt, right? They, yeah. Uh-oh, uh Christina Applegate. <laughs> this isn't our love interest. This is just introducing that they're young and it's all about sex, you know. Well, it's the 90s, man. Did, did you read the Maxim magazine back in the day? Yes. The details, and, uh, lad, lads, boys will be boys. Now, the guy on the left who is Brad, his name is Vince Viluf, and he was America's first test tube baby. Then he became a Hollywood actor? Yeah. So, <clears throat> okay. They say people in Hollywood are, are plastic, but come on. <laughs> are phony, but please. No, it says the first documented test tube baby. So there were one or two ahead of him, I guess. And Now, excuse yep. me for not watching every single WBCW and UB, <laughs> UPN show, but is well, the art star like supernatural or like Superman or no, he just gets bit by a werewolf and he becomes one. But he he's not like on a TV show. No. Oh, Do yeah. you mean as a real person? Yeah, like he, he if he was on a CW, if he was a glamour okay. girl guy, I would probably go. Oh, I didn't realize, but I recognize the face. Well, no, his okay. His name is Tom Everett Scott, and yes. he, yeah, um, that thing you do. The Tom Hanks movie with the band called The Wonders. Hey, you know, you, you told me you wouldn't go on the air and talk about the thing I do. <laughs> well, he's a star in that. Now, look, they've broken into the Eiffel Tower, and they're scaling it. Oh, no, they're going to popcorn it? Are they going to bungee jump it? They're bungee yes. jumping it. How did they're you know that? Jump. Yes, they are. Well, one of them is. How did you know that? I think it was in the trailer, and also it's 1997. What else are they going to do? Not yeah, budget. when they went and wrote this thing, the guys who wrote it were all about rave culture, and they were right. all about the catacombs of Paris. The catacombs. Right. So, so above, so below. Well, it took it took six years to develop this film, and the thing was rewritten. The, the guys who have credit as the authors, that was from arbitration from the movie people. Uh this thing has no resemblance to the kick-ass script they wrote, apparently. Well, it didn't, so it did say based on the characters written by John Landis from the movie. Yeah, it's a loose, it's not based on the characters. It's... Look at Vegas. <laughs> yeah, look at Vegas. Hey, look, they have the Eiffel Tower one. 
Yeah, that's where he is. You can see the Ferris wheel. There. I see New York City uh, one. They always say pre nine eleven, post nine, but they still also have like pre carousel, like it's pre Ferris wheel. <laughs> Remember my city out? The fucking Ferris wheel was there. That's a scary drop. Okay, uh, so the Daredevil tour, they get points for doing crazy shit, you see? And uh, six like, points count, too. Like bungee jumping off of the Eiffel Tower. Look, you safety notes. Jump Windy. off tower, wicked extreme pool equals pool wicked. Okay, we got to do something maximum extreme. So now he's like, we can't let him go through with this. It's crazy to do it. You know, so like, hey, he's going to go over. You can't, you do all, you don't need to prove yourself to us. These guys are like that French dude that walked across the Twin Towers in the 70s. They're oh, like yeah. our version. I saw that film and I saw a quick documentary about him, maybe 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, there's a longer documentary about him. Mm -hmm. and then he just copies it. The movie, if you see it in IMAX, you mm -hmm. can really experience what it's like to tight rope across the uh, Twin Towers. That sounds interesting. That sounds cool. It's like 4K and like in your face IMAX. And if you went and saw American Werewolf in Paris in IMAX, you would have the experience of going yes. to an IMAX movie. Meanwhile, we're watching this on our phones right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want uh, Raku television. Uh oh, somebody's coming. They hear something. They hear. They hear the rattle of the Eiffel Tower. Uh oh, uh, I forgot my bungee jump. It's probably going to be like some. Uh oh. I watched a movie on uh, HBO Max called The Nitro Circus, and it's like a another version of Jackass where these professional extreme Red Bull drinking uh, right. sports do stunts. And some of them were like really stupid, and some of them were just like really kind of messed. I don't know. Like they they had a uh, uh, a jump, like a skateboard jump between two buildings, two two giants. Like, oh no, don't do it, Julie. Now, yeah, that's right. This is Seraphine, and she is here to kill herself. And why? We know why. Because she's a werewolf. Yeah, who killed her own parents. She did? Yep. Whoa, Andy, look. If you zoom in on a guy, it means he's falling in love with her. Yeah, you can see his little pitter-pat. You What's see how they Sarah? treated her eye like that's the fakest tear. And he's like, no, no, no. French girl. French girl. You see it's a full moon? You I see do. it's a full do. moon? Seriously, Mike, do you? No, I just see fake CGI behind. Okay. Blue screen. Oh, now this is practical. Check this out. Check this out. He jumps. I know. This is back where you can get refunds for shitty CGI. <laughs> no, no did, refunds. Did you this notice it. it was a full moon now? Did you see it was a full moon now? No. All right. Well, it's a full Why moon. Oh, no. The thing's not tied. Yeah, you can't bungee without tying it. Anyone jumping off the... Unless you got two friends. One who is the French? first to baby. So look, he gently will release her uh, to the ground. Look. She's life saved. Look, he looks like a CD-ROM. 
<laughs> yeah. Look, it's it's ninety seven. I mean, we don't even have Terminator two yet. Look, bonk. He's gonna bonk. You sure? I think Terminator two is before ninety seven. No, it's two th the year two thousand. Um, I'll have to look it up. This is before the prequels, right? The prequels were ninety nine. Oh, Look so what a stereotype his bandages are. Well, you know, it covers his... Uh, did he get plastic surgery in the middle of the suit? <laughs> right, why is it over his nose? It's just, a, it's just like general casting. I got my chin fixed. Okay, so he's waking up. He's like, never mind me. Where's the girl? He's falling in love with the girl. Oh, no. And he realizes the only way we're going to find her is finding her suicide note. She had a suicide note. And when she ran away, she left it. Now, I wanted to point out that it was a full moon. And if it was a full moon, she should have been a werewolf. You see the first right. one in this film? Now, when, when does that affect you? So when you're outside and the moon turns full, then your body registers from it. But it's not like. I it's think a, in this movie, it's just the time. When it's the full moon, you turn into a werewolf, even if you're but, in a basement or something. But a full moon in Paris, right? It's not like if there's a full moon couple... Yes, a full moon cycles. in Paris. Look at this. He's looking on these Parisian boobs. Boys will be boys. So this is stupid. They're looking for the suicide note. Why would they be checking out what the guy's reading to see if it's a suicide note? It doesn't make sense. What, are they listening to uh, uh, the Matrix soundtrack right now? Right. Eggs, bread. Aha, uh -huh, they think they're beggars. Get yourself connected. Now, that's, those weren't euros. Those were francs. Now, look, he wakes up and he just happens to see Seraphine, who is stealing a heart. There she is. Look, see, Seraphine? She doesn't notice him? She does. Oh, she's playing a cold nurse. So he's like, that's my babe. Ooh, now look, now the windows are frosted. He couldn't have seen her. You see that? Isn't that weird? Yeah. This is directed like a ZZ Top video. There she goes. She's got legs. <laughs> Well, the director's trying to give you a dis he's discombobulated and now she sees it. You forgot your slipper. What's that meat? Sweet it's bread? a heart. It's a human heart. Here. Because she will put it in a blender and drink it. She will? Exactly blue. Someone stole my heart. And he goes, I know the feeling, pal. Oh, that's a classic. I say that all the time. Uh, it's such a big misunderstanding. No, they tell go? me. Go we lost her. a good part. They're like, no, you've got to rest. Get in bed. But don't worry. We found the suicide note. <laughs> Ta -da. Like they can't read French. <laughs> Bonjour, you American who will save me. <laughs> So her name is Seraphine, and they found where she lives. Now, Seraphine is a name of a god, am I right? I don't think, I don't know. 
I, I don't think so. Is it like heresy? And no, I think it's like, it's not spelled like this, but I think it's the, really the name Sarah, you know. Oh. <laughs> like Josephine or uh, Seraphine. Hello, please, I'm your butler. Please take your shoes and silver bullets off. Please leave your daggers, your gold, your silver. Your garlic. Stick a cross in the. So we're a little mixing up. Uh, no, I think you're right. Yes. You know what a rich man sport hunting werewolves, right? You have to get silver bullets. Fuck you. What a rich man sport. <laughs> what am I going to do? You have to get a caddy. You have to have silver bullets. You need a membership. Please yeah. go. So what's he happening here is Seraphine is trying to protect Andy from herself. You know, I don't want to be a, you know, I don't want to get to know you, boy. And the reason is, I mean, she really does like him, but she doesn't want him dead. Please go now. You must shoo, shoo. It's this thing I do. <laughs> it's that thing I do. It's the thing you do. Now, he almost didn't get the part on the thing I do because he looks too much like Tom Hanks, they thought. But Tom Hanks' wife, who's that Rita? What is her name? Yeah, that's right. It is like Rita. Yeah, she was saying, no, he's great. And it's okay he looks like you a little bit. Very little. I think Colin Hanks looks more like Tom Hanks. Than <laughs> I don't look at that guy and think, oh, that's bosom buddies. No, you're right. I think of him, and I think that's Supernatural on CW, season four through nineteen. Okay, is that a video game reference? No, there's a TV show called oh. Supernatural, and it went on for like fourteen seasons. Oh, I guess I foolishly didn't stream that one. Oh yeah. So he won't take no for an answer. So she agrees. Okay, I will meet you in front of the chapel at you know tomorrow. Okay, no, go away. Because he saw blood on her, and he was like, yeah, take these condoms. Isn't that low class? No, I think it's considerate. Oh, really? But yeah, during the war, you know, you, you, when you're in Paris, you got to wear con Johnny's because the women Look are... he's trying to play it cool. Hey, baby. Oh, and there's the buddies with the maps. He goes... Is there a cafe nearby? And she goes, this is palace, you stupid. Yes, there is a cafe. Look at that, the idiots. Now, what we have here is he's going to be nervous on a first date kind of thing. And then she's going to see the boys looking. And she's like, you're just trying to lay me. You know, and then he's got to show her that he's not. Well, I mean, it's so obvious. Like, when these guys are next to him. Hundred points to be blinker. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot of points, though. Yeah, that is. That would be a kill. That would be a. She goes. Well, you are just trying to sleep with me. Why should I think you are any different? <laughs> Oops. Now, if he was Jerry Lewis, they would all be laughing. Oh yeah, no! Right. He's no Jim Carrey. He doesn't play this off. Oh, the condoms come out. 
So he pretends they're chewing gum. It's very not funny. You know, John Landis was going was was the guy who was going to make this sequel. And it would have been 10 years after, but still he was going to do it. He wrote a script and they didn't like it. And he was like, fine, fuck you. Just give me the check then. Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, Blues Brothers 2000 came out in 98, maybe, uh -huh. 99. Uh, and I'm trying to think what movie he might have done beforehand. You know, this guy's humor is like these condoms, very dry. <laughs> you don't get the lubricated condoms. My, at our age, that really helps. So it's so strange. Like, are these kids, like, like, what generation do you think these kids represent? Gen X. Are they they grunge kids no good question now it's it's 90s they this was shot in 90s yeah so like 90s kids would watch this movie over and over and over again grunge really didn't hit the east coast until late 90s it was in california at this time grunge was like 91 what are you talking about even earlier it didn't hit the East Coast, and well, maybe maybe I got my years wrong. What I'm saying is, grunge really hit in California before it got to us. It took us like right. three years. It came from Portland, and and also like rave came to like the East Coast. No, it Coast. came from Seattle, right? Yeah, it was. Portland was all part of that, though. But yeah, Portland there were or it gone. I'm, I'm sorry I interrupted you for that stupid no, joke. No, no, I'm not doing that, that at the open mic. Now, you know, I've never seen those Richard Linklater movies, the Before Sunrise and Above Sunrise and Beyond Sunrise and Sunset and oh, After Sunset. And Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It was her and, and uh, Ethan Hawke. Look at that. Oh, yeah. I tried to get that on DVD Netflix, and they don't have it. Yeah, I seen it at the library. I don't know. I just haven't really. I watched, you know, the first one. I, I don't really remember much. Now, what's happening here is we're just going to learn that Seraphine sort of has super strength. Yeah, she knocked it literally out of the ballpark. Le ballpark. Le ballpark. Le, le cricket park. <laughs> look! Look how fast he is. He's faster than a Parisian nope. riding bicycle. He does all his st own stunts in this movie, all his own stunts. And you'll see there are some really serious stunts. It's not all CGI, you're saying? Right. Did he really jump off the Eiffel Tower? But I would doubt it. I would doubt it. So that was CGI? I'm sure of it. It looked like that Cars video. You might think you're <laughs> crazy. Like a little, little fly. Yeah. The fly. Oh, don't jump. No, no, that she wasn't gonna. But so basically she's saying, listen, I really like you, but we can't be together. So au revoir. It's because I care for you. We cannot see each other. He's like, you sure have a strange way of showing it. But he's covered in blood. Nope, don't do it. Listen, protect yourself. You got to wipe that blood first. <laughs> the thing is, she's she's like, she craves blood, which is really a vampire thing. Yeah, you were complaining that I was mixing things up. Right. 
So maybe she's like a track. Oh, no, I, I when I made that comment, I was talking about the film. There's a lot of like sniffing blood and actually that kind of goes with the dog, right? Well, wolf's like blood. Yes, you're right. Okay, so now um, he's still not taking no for an answer. So he's going back to Seraphine's house and who should he meet but Claude? This is Claude. Hello. Bonjour. Americans, I love Americans. I love Americans, of course. I love Americans. I love your accent. Because I love to eat them. Hey, Jerry Lewis, uh, Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Right? Spin Doctors. I love Spin Doctors. You you Americans made up the typewriter bit from Jerry Lewis, right? I love that. You take from Belgium. Call them so, French fries. What are you, idiots? <laughs> Belgium fries. So he's like, so sorry Seraphine isn't here. If you guys aren't doing anything later, come to our full moon charity event. Oh, no. Is it Seraphine will be there. Is it going to be extreme, dude? Because, you know, we're on a tour. We only do extreme things. Look at this cheap-ass place. Look how 90s it is, though, to, to get it on a flyer. Right. The entrance is next to a fucking fire. They look at French bouncers, even in France, they're assholes. They're like double assholes, right? Because they're French. Yeah, yeah but you get, they, they name drop Claude and Seraphine, and they're American. So he's like, you know what? Uh, where the werewolf food, according to Seraphine? Oh yeah, come on downstairs. Wow, look at this. This is catacosmic. Now, this is, in the original script, there was all stuff about the rave culture. And this sort of, it it isn't really that, but it's close, you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, this is a Hollywood Pictures movie, and they must have a soundtrack they're hawking along with the film itself, right? Because they're aiming for uh, extreme dudes from the 90s, uh, and then... uh, Horror fans, horror fans didn't recognize the first name. They were able to reuse the property for another decade. And then the soundtrack, right? So it was originally written as a rave movie. It would have had, like, you know, electronica on it. it Yeah. Now, what this movie has is it has that band Bush and their song Mouth, which I don't like, but it, it became a hit from this movie. Well, that's the thing. Like, so it's a... Bush would be considered grunge, right? At least corporate-wise? Yeah, Bush would be corporate-wise. And also, Cake is in this film, and Better Than Ezra. Okay, now, he's gone back to find Seraphine, and for some crazy, it doesn't make sense in the real world reason, he's going to break and enter. Why? Well, he already got the gate down, and all he has to do is uh, open his little rectangle, go, go through it. Dude, I'm so fat, I can't get through any of these windows. (laughs) Now, look, Seraphine has locked herself up in a cage. What the fuck's going on? Can you guess? Is she going to dab? She's not going to dab. They didn't have dabbing yet. They didn't have dabbing back then? What kind of world? They they haven't touched their cell phones. (laughs) I think the ancient Greeks had statues with dabbing. Well, he has an ancient Greek, Greek on, thing on his head. He's not on, on a necklace. 
So Seraphine has obviously locked herself up because she's going to become a werewolf, okay? So it's to protect the world. But then she finds out that Claude invited Andy and, you know, all of them to this party. And he know Claude knows, um, Seraphine knows Claude, she's going to become a werewolf and eat them. So now she's off to save Andy. Oh, so is this like, is this like Hostel where the, the frat boys uh, become bait? Yeah, I don't know. Not that they're frat boys or they're not bait for anything. It's just that, uh, you know, the it's Claude and his gang of werewolves like to eat people, okay? That's what it's all about. So they're invite. you know, that's what yeah. the party's for. He did invite them on date night. They're like, date night? No, 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 no bait no, night. Bait night. No, but bait is is to lure something into a trap. That's not what they are. Right. Now, he got locked up by Seraphine, but he's clever enough that he's going to get himself out. Open the door. Open the door. She's like, if I don't open the door, you know I'm becoming a werewolf. I am going to eat you. I would. I'll keep the door ajar, though. Look how she just picked up that heavy thing. So now weird things are happening. Groups of them are getting together and chanting and being all weird. They know that danger is coming. Andy is oblivious. Right. So are they like a werewolf coven? Yeah. Now we're witching, mixing witches with uh, werewolves, but yes. Now, when, now, you know, my these my tunnels are sort of like came from the catacombs, you know, in earlier scripts. Right. But, so I was going to say the like, ground a little bit, but it's always like sewers. It's not the cool catacombs with. Do you, do you remember we watched the movie Twisted Obsession? My favorite movie. Yes. With Jeff Goldblum. The they didn't put the catacombs too, where they got a tour where the dead bodies uh, wash up. Uh huh. That's right. And and remember they found he found the girl and he freaked. Right. She just happened to be out. like <laughs> walking around the sewage, like floating out there. Dude, this guy's stacked. This looks like me when I take my shirt off. Yeah. Now, this guy would go on to be a bass guitarist. Um, he, this guy's a little cool. He was a bassist for the rock band Filter for three years, 2010 to 2013. And he was a bassist for the rock band Fuel from Fuel. 2015 to 2021. Wow. So he has a really stacked resume. Like, I'm sure if I was in Fuel, I'd be like, okay, stop bringing up the werewolf movie. <laughs> well, he was in a lot of maybe the great white hype or he was in weird science a very brady sequel i mean he's been around yeah oh the great white hype is a good movie His or at least phil, it's a buckner. Movie. phil buckner oh you know my favorite is uh uh jeff goldblum says like a witty like he he says something to sam jackson and samuel L. jackson says like cover uh cover book before striking like, he just dismisses whatever he says of that. Right. Now, what's happening here is Seraphine knows she's going to become a werewolf. Andy doesn't. So she, she's trying to get him to run away. Run for your life, Andy! But she's not the only werewolf, right? These dudes right. are getting werewolf out. Right. She basically saved him from where all the werewolves are going to transform. But what about the bros, right? They're going to turn into werebros. 
the werewolf. The werewolf. Now, everybody criticizes this computer graphics. Do you? I mean, I say it's 97. This is the best they can do. It's a loaded question because American Werewolf in London, the 1981 movie, is best known, especially for horror fans, because Rick Baker did practical effects on the uh, change Griffin Dunn goes to his body and and the Dr. Pepper guy, I guess. Right. Now look at them. See, it's not really like a dog. It's like it was based on a lion. No, it's like a dog on two feet. Look, well, I, I want to go walk seas. Fuck, walk that rave. dog. It's a rave. God, what epileptic. We should give a seizure alert. Uh, trigger warning this fucking film. I never do, because it's funnier when they have the seizure. Did you know I was watching uh, Yellow Submarine with my kid? And uh, there's a part where, like, I guess the no- he's a little nobody. He, like, gets a little yes. And it's like black and white zigzags flashing around as mm-hmm. the music crescends. And, you know, my young one was like, I can't watch this. It's giving me a little seizure. Wow. And you, you realize, like, you know, you just didn't think about it or they didn't really give a shit or they didn't really think it out. Right. It wasn't a time in which they would have been conscious of. Yeah. They thought they were being trippy. Like, there was this fucking French bouncer. He's not letting him out because he knows that they are going to get eaten by the... Oh, so he won't let him out. This is like from the dawn when those guys go to the bar and they're all werewolves. No, they're all vampires. Vampires, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got out and he's tired of showing us his body, so he's going to put his shirt on. No! The whole point of this movie is you to keep your shirt off. Now he hears growling you know, it's the full moon, so whatever's in there turned into a werewolf, but he's got no legs. What if he, the guy takes a, the wolf takes a plane across the country, across the world? Ah! So it's he's always following the full moon? It's schlock. It's Banana Monster from 1970. Look, he can't get out because the, the, the doorknob is not there. Oh no, he's werewolf fodder. So he's oh, he did trying it. to oh. turn it. Uh oh, it's a little uh, test tube babies. Yeah, he, it's not a way out. So look what he does to get out. It's pretty clever. He popcorn over him. I think he probably works out. Watch this jump. Watch. Superman! Yeah, I don't know about that. He, no, they all did their own stunts. That dude, that bass player for Fuel, did that. See, if I would not be able to even jump to the window, let alone go through that rectangle, <laughs> it just would not happen. Right. It would be, uh, me too. I would be, you know, we would go, like, it would be like we hopped. We'd run up to the window and hop in front of it. Right. The fire will well, save. I'm, I could. I don't need to hop, but I would, you know, probably lift my head and go, "Help!" Now Anyone look, outside? Hear me? He's killed. He's killed. You see? You open the front door so I could get out. Okay, Mike. Help! Help! My well, mommy look. told me not to talk to strangers. Little girl, little girl, go get your mommy. Okay, so Brad is dead. Brad yeah. is dead. Didn't that look like the Porpoise song from uh, Monkey's movie Head? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mickey Dolan's is dead, eaten by a werewolf. The werewolf comes and bites us, bro. Listen, I I want you to watch a scene in Head again, okay? I want you to watch the scene in which they're in that little dinette place with the waitress. Uh Uh-huh. When he, you know, and because you think that the monkeys were being jerks to her or him, but but I want you to watch that film again. From the second they walk through the door, she is a jerk. Oh, if it isn't God's gifts to seven-year-olds, watch oh no, again, absolutely, You'll absolutely. See. Well, everyone leaves the commissary. They're like, oh, God is the be- uh, monkeys, ugh. and they all have that sound effect. Look at him; he's got like X-ray vision and. Okay, now watch. There's the movie fart. You see he got stabbed with the... You see that? Oh, my God. The CGI is terrible. Terrible. For its day. And listen, by the way, it is a lion. It was based on a lion. That was part of their work. They changed from dog to lion because the dog wasn't scary, they thought. Wait a minute. What about a wolf? Why can't they change it from dog to wolf? Be a werewolf. Like, the, the legs didn't look muscular, and they wanted a uh, thoroughbred, you know? Were-lion. Yeah, were-lion. It's a cat. Were-cat. You know, sometimes when uh, I want to piss off Wolf, I'll walk into a room, and Drew will be like, have you seen Wolf? I go, where? <laughs> were-wolf. Were-wolf. Were-castle. Okay, so... So, B- Brad is dead, and Andy's been bitten, okay? Now, that's like the original movie, right? One guy slowly decays, and the other one is a werewolf. Right, and that's like why it's like based on American Werewolf in London. But it's it's loose, man. It's really loose. Look at this. She's got fresh heart. Yeah, and she puts it in a blender... Oh, you weren't joking. Listen, one thing about this uh, character, she really has a heart. <laughs> Ew. Wipe the blood off from the last time. Well, that's uh, the thing. It was clean a moment ago. She just got it yucky, messy. Look, it's just another day. It's like her cup of coffee. But look, Chris is seeing it through the window. So Chris is dead, the naked guy in the bush. No, um... Brad is dead. Chris has now escaped from his prison at Seraphine's basement and is spying on them through the window. All right. Well, I got one more question. Who's Chris and who's Brad? Okay. Brad just threw a rock through the window. Brad is the bass player for Fuel. Right. Fuel was until August 2020. If Fuel Guy is is living, but he's going to become a werewolf? No, he's just living. Okay, but this guy got bitten, and he's going to turn into a werewolf. Yes, and Seraphine knows it, so she's now taking care to help him with the transition. It's a very stupid scene. The original writers saw this when it came out, and they had done legal wrangling and stuff, and they won the arbitration, so they went to see their film, and what they saw was this movie. They found that there was 12 writers after them. After them. 
No, but so this movie was never intended to be a sequel to another movie. It just it was. No, John Landis was hired to do it. He wrote yeah. the script. It totally was a sequel. It had the same like um uh, that that woman goes to Paris. To, I don't know. I for, I read about it, but they didn't like it. Look at this point. He, yeah, what this is yeah. like. He's going to have, like, hallucinations, and maybe this is one of them, because she wouldn't do that. That's not in her character. Is there, are these stunt hands? They're not the actor's hands right now. I don't know, but why wouldn't they be the actor? He did all his own stunts, right? So this is what she's complaining about. They have, like, some stunt man holding her breast while she's doing a scene. A double, a lookalike, a Tom. I don't know if she was complaining about that at all. She's frank. Maybe they CGI'd it. Oh, he's like a werewolf. Come on. Right, exactly. You got it. And he's He's like pretending like, oh, you're trying to be kinky. Okay, I'm a wolf. But it's like at this point, it's like you're holding hallucination. He's just saying where he's like repeating the alphabet as long as he keeps his hands on her. Now, oh, he's hallucinating. Here she's coming through the door again, you see? Right. He's, and he's now looking. it's like a hallucination he was having, maybe? Oh, that's good. So technically he wasn't touching her breasts. Uh, oh, he was hallucinating. <laughs> yes, so, but in the real world, an actress got her boobs cut. God, man, this is like Groundhog's Day where you wake up and you have to touch your breasts every morning. Yeah, what torture. Now watch what happens. Ah. Another hallucination. Was it really? You bring out the animal in me. So it's really unclear what's real and what's fake, or maybe it's all a hallucination, but in a moment we'll be in the real world. So I don't know. Oh, what is that by the window? That is Seraphine's dead mother, whose soul will not rest until Seraphine is dead. That is like pretty heavy for the first day. Wait a minute, your mother's with you? Bro, dude, you gotta leave, bro, dude. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, didn't you say your mother was dead? Ah! You scared her away. I scared her. Oh my God, there's a woman covered in chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> was she a zombie? Are there zombies in this movie? Well, the the father was covered in chocolate and she was covered in peanut butter and then they hugged each other and it was like, hey, you got peanut butter in my chocolate. You got chocolate in my pubic hair. And she's like, drink this blood. She goes, she's like, she won't tell him what it is. She goes, it's all natural. So look what he does. You now he did this? his own stunts. That's really him. Shut up. Why well, would you is. do that? Look at that. Look how fast that jump was. He really did that in one take? I don't know if it was in one take, but he jumped out the window and then he hopped in front of the camera. Look, Claude is abducting Chris. 
Oh, Claude's using him as bait. I guess. Bait night. Going now look, night. somebody's getting printed, right? Right. Oh! Is it a French guy? You didn't see what oh. happened? Am I ahead of you? <clears throat> Maybe. I just saw a disembodied hand go into a plastic bag. Okay. He's walking through a crime scene. He's seeing yeah, body parts seen. on the ground. Man, and Law and Order would not be cool with this. <laughs> yeah. Hi, civilian. Hi, hi. You need a hand with that? Let me test that for you. Crime investigation unit. Do, do, do. There's Ooh. his friend dead. Brad is dead. And this is Officer Le Duc. He's a very big person in France. And I just, I looked him up. But the thing is, you never heard of anything he was in. His name is Tom Novembre. And he's... Okay. Been in like 70 films since 1984. Well, let me try to remember the time in November. It's a fantastic song. Try to remember the time in November. And follow. Now, this doesn't really make sense. Like, He's like, his friend is dead. So now right. they're grilling him as if he's some sort of, where are you on drugs? You know, like, he's not a, why is he a suspect all of a sudden, you know? He is a suspect because he's this American bro and his two American bros are dead. One. One. Well, two, technically. Who's two? What, what about a uh, shirtless guy? For the last time, he's alive and well and abducted by Claw. Now look, he's just feeling weird. Something's right. happening in him. He can hear very well. He can smell stuff. Right? What is that, the Hall of the Mountain King? That was at a... Uh... Oh, shit. What was that Shoeblazer song? It was like, it's a Sweet Symphony. Oh, uh, Wonderwall? No, no, no. Oh, no, you're right. Bittersweet Symphony. And... Yeah, right. Yeah, that one. I guess so. He's like walking down the street pushing people. I can change. I can change. I can change. The one thing about the werewolf in London, they didn't have dog pumping, but they had a lot of like songs about moons. They had like uh, blue moon, blue moon, and uh, well, when the guys who got the writing credit, even though their film changed, there was no Google at the time, so they wanted to find every song with moon in it. So they had to go get like top Billboard charts from the library for the last hundred years, and they wrote down a list of like eighteen songs that had the moon in it. Is it going to be a big... Now, look at him. He's eating, like, kind of very rare. And he's eating disgusting. Uh, now, here is the mom from Modern Family. Okay. And she's very young here. You might not even recognize her. Her name's Amy in the film. It's Julie Bowen. That's where I saw the name. Okay, it's uh, Modern Family. This is pre-family. 
she was uh, she was Roxanne Please on ER for a year. She was on some movie, a season. I don't know. She's all over TV. She was on Lost for two years. Um, yeah, she's got Emmys from Modern Family. Um, she was in that for five years. She was in Happy Gilmore, Multiplicity. Oh, Jesus Christ. And out there. That is not cool. What is not cool? He just stuck his uh, nose up her ass. Look, his face is covered with it. Oh, she's turning him on? Well, it's like he's weird. He like can, he says, is that such and such perfume? Like his nose, he's got like animal stuff going on. She thinks it's just like he's being sexy. She's all happy because he's an American and she's an American. And Right. Well, I noticed the, the tourist guidebook. I figured that was a giveaway. Monsieur. Do you yes. know what minutes you're on? Uh, no, I, I don't know. But they're having dinner right now. Okay. Uh, she just looked at her breasts. He just looked at her breasts. Cameron did. I looked at it. <laughs> you did, Mike, you pervert. Finally, people will cancel you. Well, I'm just grateful I have this IMAX set up for that scene. Okay, did she just put down a tray? Yes. Opened it, and a head is inside. Oh, just like the other movie. Now that head is Brad. And you know why he's back. The same reason American Werewolf in London. How do, Yeah, for like the American Werewolf in London, how do they do that special effect where he walks through the, the table? In Paris or in London? Oh no, I just I'm just marvel. Like I see better CGI in uh, Adult Swim TV shows. Look, there he is again. But you you don't give it any. You don't forgive it for being late nineties, mid nineties. I do remember people were complaining. No, and I'm glad we're seeing it because I remember hearing about this film, and I remember it playing at a big movie house and. just like, you know, there was the issue of why would you have a sequel? I guess during the 90s, there was a lot of sequels and prequels and remakes of Carrie. Remember Carrie, the Sissy Spacek movie? Yeah. Where, so there was like an 80s version, and then there was like a 90s version, and there was like Carrie 2. And, and I think like they just had this, this rush of getting internet uh, intellectual properties and just making sure they may, remake it for today's audiences. See, um, they made a sequel to Carrie, and then people were like, I don't carry, and it didn't do well. Well, I thought it was important, but people tell me it doesn't carry weight. Now, look, once again, it had been 10 years since 1981, American Werewolf in London, but they were going to get, they had John Landis. This was going to be a legit sequel. Now, this is cool. They go to the, they're going to do it. On the grave of Jim Morrison. Oh, as one does. When one is in Friends. Gave yeah, I usually him. try to screw on the metro. If not, it's usually on the way to the, the cemetery. Now look, full moon, full moon tonight. 
Uh-oh. Hey, is that a good moon rising? <laughs> now, that's an undercover policeman who's been sent by Le Duc to spot, you know, to... I mean, he's a suspect in a murder, I guess. This is Jim Morrison's grave. Right. Is that next to John Belushi's grave? No, John Lucy's graves in Martha's Vineyard. Look at this, they're fucking on Morrison. Morrison would not approve. Maybe not, but somehow they let them do it. By the way, most all of this is shot in Luxembourg, but this is, I guess it has to be the real grave in Paris. No, it can't. How disrespectful. Well, it wasn't, a, it's not cool. Well, I mean, if you want to have, like, your werewolf fuck on from the grave of Jim Morrison, you can get their special effects and your props and build yourself a little thing. Yeah. But to actually fuck on the grave of a real person is kind of disrespectful, even if you're miming it. Uh-huh. It's provocative. Is is Waller, like, a baller when it comes to, like, <laughs> profane imagery? Uh, you mean the director? The director yeah. was hired because he was uh, had experience, but I don't know. I don't know. I've heard of these films. 1995, he made Mute with Witness, and that made him a big deal. I don't know. What's on it the called? strength of that, he got this film. He went on to do four films, or five. Okay, so now Andy's become a werewolf. Right. Who, who turns water into bubbling uh, dry ice? Yeah, turns water into bubbling dry ice like all werewolf films. Right. Oh no, the cops are right behind them. The cop is just spying. He's undercover. He's smoking in the graveyard? Amy's saying dumb stuff like, who do I have to sleep with to sleep with the good man? Stuff like that. Uh, I've never seen Modern Family, so... Me neither. But what'd you say? A great I said, job? I the, the role in Modern Family is better than the role they gave, they gave her. Stuff. Gotcha. Uh -oh. Werewolf. Is that a silver gun? Who looks like a cat. But a he's silver a, gun no, isn't Dracula. He's an anamorph. He's an anamorph. He looks like the book covers. Anamorph. It's a 90s thing. Oh, I remember Anna in, from the 90s, Anamorph. No, not Anamorph. Anamorph. Oh. <laughs> this is Easy Rider when they're chipping the balls at this. Uh, uh, she's spraying perfume. Is that to get him off the scent? Yeah, it's the smell of uh, garlic. No, where will say? Oh, burnt hair. P.U. P.U. <laughs> yeah, compare this to, like, the, the real special makeup they had to put on in, in the 1981. Well, I mean, they do wear makeup. Like, when uh, when Chris was there dead with scratches on his face, that wasn't CGI. No, that was crap on his face. But right now, I'm sure that mate Tom is wearing ping pong balls in a green suit or something. Mm. Ooh, she's hanging out. 
Sorry, the mausoleum is closed. Yeah, exit to the gift shop. Wait, I am a policeman. Madam, I was just jerking off in the mausoleum. Or pointing a gun at the dog. Oh no, there's a werewolf. Oh! Julie is getting killed. No. And that was the point of view of the werewolf, the infrared. He looks like a golem. I think I am behind you. No, he just got eaten in a mausoleum. Okay, you're looking at the sky? Well, I'm looking at the sky right now. Do you want me to pause? But did you, did you see him laying on the ground? I'm on 45.29. Oh, good, thank you. I'm on 55.32. Okay, I am in front of you by eight seconds. Okay. We can live with that. Yeah. He just woke up with a dead dog next to him. Right, and now he's being arrested for murder. They take dog crimes very seriously. Take him away! The French love dogs. Polisai. Is this oh. the girl you banged last night, sir? Yes. Uh, this is in the file cabinet I wanted. Right. Under D for dead girl. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm going to leave you here, okay? Later. Is she going right. to talk? We're just leaving you, even though you've been yeah. arrested. Even though you killed her by eating her. So she doesn't yeah. turn into a werewolf? No, she is undead. Yeah, and she is. She can't rest until Andy is dead. Oh, so all the people he kill haunt him until he kills himself. Yeah, but if that's true, isn't Claude getting haunted? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I, it seems arbitrary. It's like vampires like if a vampire bites you is it because he's sucking the blood out of you and you become his undead or you become a vampire i think the rule is if you die while he sucks your blood out you're dead but if you if he, you don't die you become a werewolf a vampire i think that's the rule that's so unsanitary to bang your head against the wall of the corpses <laughs> From germs, you can get germs. File uh, me done. All right, Japanese businessman hotel over. Okay, get out of here and bring and take your imaginary dead friends with you. So, the the what? Okay, Amy wants him dead so she can be released. She's not undead anymore, but. Chris doesn't want that because Chris wants him to kill the werewolf that killed him, you see. So Amy will try to get him killed while Chris defends him and tries to keep him alive. Like this. Watch Chris, out! A bus! Whoa! What are you doing? I'm trying to kill him. I now need him. CGI. Now, who is it? It's Claude! Oh, no. Nabbed. Wait, his imaginary friends are arguing and not seeing him being kidnapped? Yeah, it's not believable in the real world. <laughs> yeah, it's totally unreal. In the real world, that would never happen. So Claude is like, you weren't killed, so therefore you're a, vamp you're a werewolf by accident. 
So therefore, we want you to join us. Oh, like the Lost Boys. I guess, yes. Except they're the Werewolf Boys. Right, and this is not Santa Monica. Ooh. Half church. This is where we'll have, like, it's not our last scene, but our climax. They're going to have a party of only Americans in this old church. Yeah, I got to say, for a church's fried chicken, it's probably the cleanest one I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cobwebs and all. Oh, these fucking spiral staircases. Who lit all these candles? Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thank you. Who lit all the candles they just <laughs> walked into? It must have been like the termites or something. Cockroaches. Now, for him, for some weird reason, it doesn't make sense, for him to join them, Claude wants him to kill somebody. Well, should he kill the werewolf? Is the werewolf who killed his buddy in the room? Yes. Is it all blue eyes? This guy's handsome. Uh, yes, it is old blue eyes, Claude. And he's a very famous French actor uh, who, once again, I looked him up, but you would have never heard anything. He, he's also a singer-songwriter, but it's all in French. Um, you know, I feel like this is one of those movies where he doesn't bring up. If you don't bring up this movie, he won't bring it up. Now, look who they want. He wants him to kill. He wants him to kill Chris. He's a werewolf. No, he's not a werewolf. Wait, you mean Andy? Andy is a werewolf, yes. No, no, this I thought Chris was dead already. And yeah, I think I mixed up Brad and Chris. Brad is dead. Chris is alive and chained up with his shirt off. And then Tom is the werewolf. Andy is the werewolf. Andy is the werewolf. With the knife in his hand. Gotcha. And that's Claude. Claude is the French guy. And apparently he was a teen idol in many parts of Europe. And he was in Cinderella in Cinderella 80 in 1984. That was his only American. Right now he has this internet blog. He's got his life in uh, Polynesia. I don't know. He's a big deal to a lot of people, but we miss him because we're American. Well, this must have been a nice, uh, nice uh, experience for him. Then. <laughs> He's fine then. I mean, like, you're a weirdo, man. Well, I mean, like, yeah, this must have been a nice experience. I wish him the best. What a great! Whoa, it's Seraphine. Oh no! Fire! Fire water. Now Chris is being abandoned. He's all chained up. Right? She's just a twisted fire starter. She's the twisted fire starter. The twisted fire starter. Now, look what she does to these guys. She lights them on fire, man. Right. Now, they're werewolves, okay? But look, she just killed them. Look at that CGI fire. Run, run away from the CGI fireball. Now, this is real. Andy will really jump. Jesus Christ. Why, Andy? Tom. Tom playing Andy. Why would you do that? Look. I would not fit through that hole. I would hit myself. My belt yeah. buckle would get stuck. 
Right. If we went into this thing, we'd be like, blah, 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 go under a tunnel? Fuck you. I'm not going under there. I can drown. <laughs> I'll say prison. Sure. That's not, a, that's not too hard. Now, for some reason, this leads to Seraphin's house. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's like Alice in Wonderland. Now, what? Oh, so there's like a first aid kit so they could take care of themselves. Okay, this is the laboratory of her father, who she killed by mistake, you know, by becoming a werewolf. He was working on a cure, okay? And he got as far as to making an experimental serum, okay? But when you inject it, it has the opposite effect. It turns, it evokes the change. It turns you into a werewolf. Well, that's not good. Oh, hey, that's the guy from the last 20 minutes ago. He's not CGI. He is a Right, guy. and he's the guy from the beginning of the film. It was Seraphine who bit his legs off. He's a stepfather, right. apparently. Are they doing the CGI legs off thing? CGI like what? Are they having, like, are his legs, like, CGI'd off? Good question. Are they doing the, like, puppetry thing, or are they having, like, his actual legs are somewhat mangled up a bit? They're underneath the table. The puppeteers. Now we're flashing back to the beginning of the film, and it's getting explained what we saw. Yeah, I was wondering about the beginning of the film. We were watching that, right? It seems like an hour, years ago. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's a first... I will fix you. Yowch. Yowch. You have blood on your shoulder. They're going to kiss. They're going to kiss. Fall in love. Mm. Rule number one, never open the package. Uh, That's a transporter. That's rule two. She hated this. Yeah, right, it's tacky. Claude is here. Sacra Blues. Have you seen my Sacra Blues jeans? Uh, they are sacred, my Sacra Blue jeans. Looks like Clyde's ready to ask questions. <laughs> Jump. Yeah, right. He did it. No, Carl, you land on your spare feet and you break your fucking feet. <laughs> he was young. No, he jumped off a stake thing and then they cut to him running away. Yes, yes, but it was him, Joe, doing the jumping, not some stuntman. So crazy. Now, this doesn't make sense. Amy's trying to get their attention, but they can't hear, see her. So it doesn't make sense, you see. Uh, now I miss CGI. Who take the car and drive on the wrong side of the road? Hey, look, it's uh, in France. They drive on <clears throat> the right, like we do. All this stuff is like gross. Yeah, I know. It's trying to make you laugh. Right, it's extreme. Pizza Hut. 
Or I don't know where you're at, but I just saw Pizza Hut. No, you couldn't have. The year's wrong. The country's wrong. The Pizza Hut. He's doing this. Man, this is some bad traffic. Now look what he's going to do, this do-your-own-stunts guy. He's now running over stuff. He's going to jump onto a bus. Seriously. That's What's the actor? Movie. Yeah, that's him. That's Andy McDermott. Uh, well, his name's Tom. Tom, Tom yeah. Scurried, scurried up. Uh, Tom Everett Scott. Listen, Tom Everett Scott doesn't need to do that. The, the insurance of the film should be like, listen, your star cannot jump on a bus. Well, he did. Uh, he was in Boiler Room. He was in One True Thing, Dead Man on Campus, Love Letter, Because I Said So, Danger One, La La Land, and Clouds. Uh, I've seen. And he was on Southland as a regular character. He was on ER. Nope. Oh, no. Listen, why don't you smell the blanket for a second? <laughs> And he had an uncredited cameo in Van Wilder. What does that mean? It wasn't like, hey, this, I, I saw Van Wilder. He wasn't playing himself. An uncredited cameo. He was in the film. Huh. Great party, Van Wilder. <laughs> Thanks, cameo. Thank <laughs> Yeah. That's my Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he was 24 years, 26 years old when he shot this. I'd never left the company country, so it was a big, brand new experience. I got to work with these special effects people. We climbed all over the Alf Eiffel Tower at night. Uh, what a pattern! Ran run around Paris in the middle of the night. I was no, very like shooting the movie in Paris. Oh, it was great! I never, I never been to Paris before, and we got to go to the Eiffel Tower. Well, most of it was really shot in Luxembourg, but but this, uh, you know, that portion, of course, had to be. Okay, so here's that abandoned church again. And this, now it's an only Americans party. It's a 4th of July, like. Which doesn't make sense because Bastille Day is like so much more important. Oh, it's the same fucking asshole Parisian bouncer. Right. Because he's not a werewolf, but he works for Claude. He works for werewolves. Right. So he's saying, okay, barricade the door now. Oh, I thought he was saying... Hey, I am the police. I, oh. I demand you open the door. Do I have a license. It's like a collectible coin. So okay, the guy's now like, oh, I you want to be eaten by werewolves? Sure, go ahead in, cops. All right, cops, I brought him in. Now I'm going to barricade the door. Oops. So they please, know please. that the serum in the father's lab, which really makes you into a werewolf, has disappeared. Who's got it? Of course it's Claude. Oh, I thought it was Dwayne Johnson. The Rock? I got it. Yeah, well, I figured, is he going to show up at this point? No. So he's like, everybody, you've got to get out. There's a weird cult, and they're planning to kill you. Everybody out. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Very funny, dude. This must be hard to act. Here's the barricade. If the audience finds that funny, 
Oh, yeah, there you go. Hey, I've been Mike Spiegel, and thank you so much. <laughs> That's my time. That's it. Right. Ooh, it looks like Carl's giving me the two minute light, so I better wrap it up with my headline. Oh, nope, they're pointing guns at me. I guess I'll wrap it up. Yeah. So I got the light. I got to go. So here comes Claude and the Werewolves. Yeah. Great band, by the way. Claude and the Werewolves? Putting out all the lights. Yeah, well, they, do they have a dimmer switch? Right. Look at these Parisians. You live in Paris, you get the I Love New York's t-shirts. No, so no, it's an American-only party. Oh, so they're New they Yorkers. Wanna, they want to feast on Americans because of the culture. You see, it's part of his cult. He wants to get rid of technology. He wants to get rid of... He wants to go back to a simpler time in which the werewolves eat people. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I'm Casey Kasem, and I don't understand it. It's some cult. Look, they've got their shots. Yeah. Oh, who's that? Oh, that's the, the bouncer again. Yeah, he put up the barricade. Now he's going to get bonked on the head by Sarah Fiend, who's basically What's killing it? him. Are they going to gargoyle drop? Yes. They really? Yes. Wait, he's going to get a concussion, or is he going to get dead? dead he's gonna get dead now look they're injecting themselves with the serum injected with the poison do 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 yeah we're americans fuck bastille day look at these junkies 90s now look, on a cross is chris oh and the werewolves are gonna eat them see that's the thing he was abandoned no, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Why would they keep him on some cross? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. Well, wouldn't he make noise or the smell of a uh, guy shitting on a cross? I would think yes. Boo, cops are here. Rave forever. Oh, this is the werewolf serum. Yeah. Dude, that's bad news. That's worse than heroin. What Look, if it was like gargoyle? Uh, he just get smushed, yeah. So what about the barricade then? Well, she'll she'll release everybody. But what's Wait. weird is she won't back up the thing. She'll knock down the doors instead. Now look, now this is because of werewolves. You know this 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 effect of like showing bits and pieces of the body. That is like a famous thing. That CGI jump is not. Uh -huh. Oh, how many werewolves are there? All those dudes. Uh-oh. Yeah, Chris is going to take a tumble. Now, later, he'll run out the door with the cross still on. How in the world did he get up? I would be very skeptical. I'd be like, who do you think you are, Jesus Christ? I know. Like, why put him on the cross? It's all very... It doesn't make sense, this cult. Listen, when I told you, you you practiced lacrosse in Paris, I didn't expect you to be on lacrosse. Yeah, right. Good one. Is it? All right. Falling! Joe, Christ down. 
Ooh, look at that. Bloody candles. And he's got a gun. Oh, uh, finally. Now, it's getting good. Julie's sitting, oh, well, I mean, Seraphine, she's sitting down right now. See how she knocks down the doors to let everyone out? Right. But why didn't she just back up? No explanation. It would have been, I guess because it's a movie and you want to see somebody knocking down doors. Whoa, slow motion. This is great. Like, as a director, all you have to do is just show a couple scenes. Run! Worst rave ever. Worst rave ever. Look, see how he's coming out with the cross on him? I know. Look. That was pretty funny. Oh, no. Shoot the werewolf. Right, but he missed him. Or he didn't have a chance, an opportunity. Oh, this is he got one. He got one. No, but it's not silver bullets. It doesn't have to be. That's Dracula. No, Dracula doesn't have a silver bullet shot in him. He needs a wooden stake in his heart. That's Dracula. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then Frankenstein, you tell him his monster sucks. And then Frankenstein's monster, you tell him his monster sucks. Andy killed the werewolf. This is setting Brad free. Oh, look, he snapped, Thanos snapped his fingers. Right, Thanos snapped his fingers. So he's saying, you know, good, good luck. I'm off to the zeros and one. Now, Andy can be cured if he eats the heart of the werewolf that turned him into a werewolf. Okay? And he thinks that's Seraphine, and he just can't kill Seraphine. Oh, tragic. Yes. She hates she hates him in the movie. Hates him? No. But she hates the movie. Oh, Julie? Julie hates the movie, yes. And she decides never to do Hollywood. She she was in Killing Zoe. That's how I really know her. She was right, in that... she's, she's a director too. She's made two films like that. Two directed films. Oh Darren uh, Paris. I mean, she's good. She's really good. I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Co-starring role opposite Ethan Hawke. You, it, with, yeah, Before Sunrise, you mentioned that. Right. Uh, Three Musketeers in 93. That must have been a big deal. And Three younger Musketeers. And younger with Brendan Fraser and Donald Sutherland. Um, Killing Zoe, Zoe, that was the one, the heist film in, in Paris. Yeah. I really like that film. You know, he made a sequel to that, like a spiritual sequel called Lucky uh -huh. Day. It's on, it's on Hulu. It's Roger Avery. And it's basically the Eric Stoltz character played by a different actor. Mm -hmm. And uh, Eric Stoltz narrates the film a little bit, but he has his little French girlfriend and uh, they have a kid and, uh, he doesn't really shoot heroin in the, in his arm anymore, but there, you know, remember he had like a tattoo of a bee stinger, and that's where yeah. he shoots heroin. It, look, they're this, about to get killed. Yeah, look at that. You can see the werewolf in the background, or saw the werewolf. Ah, uh, werewolf snack. 
Werewolf. See, it's a lion. That's it. All they have to do is kill this guy and they're done, right? Uh, kind of. Well, I mean, they got to well, I mean, tie up. Andy's got a. Andy is still a werewolf. You see, he's not cured. So, hey, tell me, he's he's, he's been human for a long time now. Well, they injected themselves. That's why they transformed. It's not a full moon. Oh right, I got you. So Andy can walk around as a human. They're all juiced. Now she's got the werewolf serum and she's going to give it to herself. That's the only way to fight werewolves is with werewolves. Now, don't you remember an American werewolf in London? He would go kill people, then he would wake up and not remember. Right. I remember that. And in then, this but, film, they do remember. So Seraphine will fight another werewolf. She'll be aware. But that was what his dead friend was about. Like, his dead friend would be like, oh, boy, what a night you had. He's like, I don't remember. No, yeah, right, exactly. You killed six people. Well, so no. Nah, werewolf not... against werewolf, and one of them is Seraphine. Oh, this is dizzy. This is like watching my computer trying to do a Zoom call. <laughs> Shot. But who did he shoot, do you think? The role in the Academy Arts and Learn Animation. <laughs> Our students went on to uh, produce American Werewolf in Paris, 1997. Oh, man. That guy is ugly. Now, this film was nominated for Worst Sequel at the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards in 97, but it lost to Speed 2 Cruise Control. Yeah, Speed 2 Cruise Control was a bigger bad movie. This one was just like kind of a bad idea sequel with a, with a teen appeal. Now, look, he finds out he shot Seraphine. And well, remember, that's good, right? What? That means the curse is gone. No, he's got to eat her heart. No. Yeah. She's like, here, cut my heart. Andy, the pain is so great. I am dying. Cut out my heart. Free yourself. Listen, it's not good enough that you touch my breasts. I want you to carve them. Yeah, right. The way to a man's stomach is... The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. To me, it's behind my boobies. Cut me. (laughs) The way to a woman's heart is through her boobs. Right, it's directly through. Anatomically speaking, do it, Andy! But he can't. He cannot kill the woman he loves. Oh, no, what are you doing? This is sight. I was just kidding, asshole. Right. This is, um, God made uh, Abraham kill his son, right? Just kidding! Last second. Do you know that his son never talked to Abraham after that? Yeah, he was probably offended. Come on, it, it was God was on my back. Yeah, Dad, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, Seraphine is not killed. Person. Instead, she's going to get, like, medical attention. So, the curse isn't lifted or anything. It's, it's all unsettled. He's going after the final werewolf, which is Claude. But he's not going to eat her heart? He's not. He can't do it. 
Only love will eat your, eat your heart. Don't fart. Eat your heart out, werewolf. Whoa! <laughs> a mishap has sent me to a train. A metro. Right. <laughs> He's going to get driven over by a metro. Oh. <laughs> Dying on the metro. <laughs> oh, no, the werewolf is slipping down lips path. This is ridiculous. Oh, CGI blood everywhere. Okay, but for some uh, reason, oh, he's not cool. dead. Instead, he's somehow in... Okay, this is our director making a cameo. Oh, yeah. Adolf, uh, Adolf, Adolf uh, Hitchcock, ladies and gentlemen. It's Anthony Waller. Anthony Waller. Yeah, big he is our director, and he's doing his acting best here. It's a regular Tarantino. And he gets killed by Claude. Yeah, he Claude Tarantino. didn't magically get on the train. He jumped in. I really thought he was hit by the train, but he wasn't. Oh, this is nuts. And you got vegetables everywhere. Yeah, if there was a banana peel in there. Claude's as good oh, as Claude. Oh, no, now she's become the vegetables. <laughs> so now her ghost is going to haunt him, Andrew? No, if she, okay, Claude killed that woman, so she's not going to become a werewolf. She's dead. Now, Claude, it's wearing off now, his werewolf Right. You'll need to get a new injection. Meanwhile, they're rushing um, Seraphine okay. to the hospital. But for Claude, like the woman he mauled, is she going to become undead and fall him around? No, because she died. Oh, uh, but they're all dying. Oh, wait a second. You're right. No, no, you're right. That's a weird thing about the film. Doesn't Claude get haunted by everyone he killed too? Right. That We don't ever see that. Okay, Claude wakes up and he's a guy and he's naked, but later we'll bump into, like, we'll see that he's really wearing pants, but. Sure. So look, no problem. Claude's just going to become a werewolf again. He's going to inject himself. Listen, no one in Paris, no one in Paris, like, they see a junkie shooting up in the metro. They're like, yeah, whatever. But Andy gets in the way. I know he jumped. Did he really? Was that yes, real? he did. Oh. Yes, he jumped. He jumped to a window of the metro, and it's yeah, and it shattered. This is all him. He's really that's, having the fight. That's, that's so amateurish. Don't beat up the talent. You have insurance. Look, saying, you Tom, see that scar? Look, Xbox. He knows that it's, Seraphine didn't make him Xbox a werewolf. It was Claude. Oh, so he has Claude has to eat his heart? No. Who's whose heart do you gotta eat it right here? The guy oh, who oh. made you a werewolf. So Andy has to eat Claude's heart. You won't have any problem with that. It's not a seraphine. Claude's running because he knows a werewolf is coming. Yeah, werewolf's coming. Look at that werewolf. Oh my god, the CGI is terrible. It looks like this uh DVD menu. <laughs> But if you saw this in 97, you'd be like, holy shit. I mean, you right. never, 
I remember the first time I saw CGI, I was blown away, man. It was a Budweiser commercial, and the truck transformed down into a car. And I was like, what? Now, look, Andy's eating the heart. Right. He has saved himself. Ow! He ate Clyde's heart. Yeah. As a werewolf. Claude, Claude, not Clyde. Now, look, this is the only funny scene of the movie. She wakes up and she thinks it's Andy, and she's like, I love you. And he goes, My name is Bruno, actually. Uh, oh, you know, I, I'm as a Parisian. I, I know how, I, uh, how to pronounce things. I saw someone who's lived in the city. Well, you said Clyde instead of Claude. Listen, this, that was the only funny scene in this whole film. Yeah. And, and Bruno what? did it. Okay, now. Several full moons later. Yes, they're getting married. Uh oh. But there's a twist. Where are they? Are they on top of the Eiffel Tower? Are they in Werewolf Island? Right. No, they're in a submarine. No, it's like, okay, somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. They're going to bungee jump? Give me the ring. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah, the 90s. Where's the ring? Where's the ring? Off that Getting ring. Married is extreme sports. Ah, oh, the ring is tossed. Yeah. Let's get. Nothing. Mento favor. Bonk. Get it, Seraphine. Uh, oh. oh, look at that. This is the Twin Towers. Yeah, because where are they? They're in New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, they're the Statue of Liberty. Got the ring. Give me a fucking break. High five. Now we're married. Uh-oh. Please say tied at this time. No. Take it back. Just take it back to the beginning of the film. So no, one of them's going to die. Is she going to die? No. They, they're hanging on to each other. They made it. Oh, yeah. It looks like snot coming back up. Yeah. It's actually liberty. Got some snot. Ta-da! Visual effects created by Fuck You. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, what's it? I I think I don't know. It wasn't good. I don't know. It was nice. They did a. They tried. This should have been a John Landis film. Whatever script they had brought, he had brought them. They should have said yes, sir, and that was it. I'm. As much as uh, I I, thought, I love John Landis, I think he makes great movies. I know that uh, he shouldn't be making movies after Twilight Zone, but, you know, that's the way things go. And uh, at 96, 97, he would have been good. You know, I think he did uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 around that time. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this was terrible. And the humor yeah. dated and the... The extreme sports uh, bungee aesthetic is bad, and the the '90s rush to, to make sequels to horror films, so they have something on the video shelf. It's all bad, but uh, it's cool. I, I'm glad it's on YouTube because I always wanted to see it. Yeah, I was always curious. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad I saw it. You know, I'll recommend it for that. If you've seen the first one, you should see this one. What? You think people should see this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, you know that that book, A Thousand and One Movies You Should See Before You Die? 
this can't be on that list. Well, no, they have to revise the book and call it a thousand and two movies you should see before you die so they can include this movie. Gotcha. The, the list they, needs they, to go that low. Yeah, you have to. You can't die until you see American Werewolf in Paris. Well, Carl, that has been American Werewolf in Paris. We are just killing time until the uh, visual effects credits come up and then, of course, the songs. And we're I'm Vancouver. done with this film. I'm done with this film. What's next week? All right. Well, uh, 2021 has to be the year of Reynolds, uh, Ryan Reynolds, who is ubiquitously has appeared in blockbusters from theatrically released movies like Free Guy to the Netflix only Red Notice to his many commercials. So we are going to watch his first movie from 2001. Okay. It's a straight to DVD movie called Finders uh, Finders Fee. Fee. Not to confuse with Finders Keepers. So, uh, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and find a trailer. I'm still watching the American Marvel. Well, I found two trailers. Uh, one is from the channel Being Cryptic, and one's from Movie Clips Classic Trailers. Why don't you do a movie clip classic trailer? That sounds like an actual Okay. Okay. Search for Trailer Finders Fee 2001, and we'll choose the movie channel Movie Clips Classic Trailers. Okay. Okay, there's an ad. I got to get past an ad. Really? Skip ad. Okay, I'm pressing pause. Okay, everyone, go there, see the ad, skip it, and then press pause and slide it back to zero, zero, zero. Finders Feet 2001, the channel is Movie Clips Classic Trailers. I'll do the audio mic. Yeah, sure. Ready? Right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Yeah, only the finest. We saw Matthew Lillard in Goonies. No, Ghoulies. Ghoulies 3. Ghoulies go to college. So what's going on? Jill Jones has entered, says, I have the winning ticket. Right, it's a lottery ticket. Like, so he uh, he gets the winning lottery ticket to give to somebody. Gotcha. And uh, what what would you do, Carl? If I said, hey, Carl, can you play my lucky number one? And you're like, all right, Mike, sure. Every week you bet on your lucky number. Right. And then, like, one is the number. They call it. And you're like, shit. This ticket's worth $6 million. Yeah. Should I really give it to? Shouldn't there be, oh, I don't know, a binder? Does this all take place over a poker game uh, in one room? Well, yeah, it's a $100 million budget. It was crazy. They're playing cards? Oh, cool. It's a poker movie. Okay. Interesting. I will learn this film. 
I think like Matthew Lillard is like the biggest name in this movie next to James Earl Jones. Yeah, the film we saw him in was his first role ever. Oh, Robert Forrester. Um, Matthew Lillard was in uh, Ghoulies 3, and it was his first film. Right? Oh, yeah, he was good. And if you check that out on our, our, our YouTube channel, I, I put, we couldn't figure out who was Matthew Lillard while we were watching. So I had now, Matthew Lillard sightings. Uh, now, Carl, did you, did, did you see who the director was? No. Who is it? Uh, Jeff. Uh, Ferps, Flops. Who, who's the host of Survivor? Yeah, that the guy who it said that in the trailer that the director was the guy who does Survivor. I don't know his yeah. name, but I'll know it by the time we see the movie. Yeah, so you know it's a class act movie. It's got to be. Yeah, gotta be. All right, guys. So that's it. Next week we'll be watching the. Ooh, I have a winning lottery ticket. I got to deliver to my friend. Finder's fee. Uh, from 2001 we'll be our movie next week we would love for you to uh, join us next week here on MutinyRadio.fm we'll be back next Sunday 2pm uh, and uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast as well and you can listen anytime and also check out our YouTube channel every week Carl has been syncing up these movies to the movies our episodes Thinking and you up. can post it on our YouTube channel L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T so by all means check it out and also subscribe on Facebook to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Carl, thank you so much for the research, for the company, for the soundtrack, for thank everything. You. Thank you, Michael. Uh, yeah. And uh, audience, thank you for sitting through this fucking awful movie. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week for the next awful movie. Good night. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird commandeered by Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn ups are French poodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Punk. Mutiny Radio FM has the best pro- Hello everybody, can you hear me? I'm coming to you from the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco, California. Can you turn that up, Pam? And it's 6 o'clock on Wednesday night here in San Francisco. It's 9 o'clock in New York and 3 o'clock in the morning in Amsterdam. 
for all of those for whom that matters. Thank you very much. Now that I can hear myself, my name is Antonio Pittman, and I am sitting in for the retinue of sub substitute hosts that have been graciously giving their time for the epic production here of uh, Kate's Delirium here at Mutiny Radio. Um, the guy last week had an epic crash, and he is in the the um, involuntary ward at San Francisco General, and he'll be there for another 21 days trying to sort things out. Of course, it's a lifelong process. Anybody who is so inclined to think about such things never really does resolve the issue. They just learn to accommodate it and weave it in to the tapestry of their neurotic life. That's what we do here at the Gates of Delirium, weaving in to the tapestry of our lives the beauty and the grandeur of progressive rock and roll. We're going to start out tonight here at mutinyradio.fm. Did I already say that? With a classic from a band that you've heard before. This is the 50th anniversary of this particular song. And it's the band that gave the show its name. This is Yes, here at the Gates of Delirium. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day So satisfied I'm on my way I've seen all good people turn their heads each day So satisfied I'm on my way Come to me. 